Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ray and Tay Today. Talking on sports with friends. Ella. Just talk about sports. Here it is, y'all. We're on the air. Sit on the sofa, throw your hands in the air. We're talking sports so you can come on and listen. NFL predictions, what you're missing? Nothing. We got you covered for college football, too. Every fantasy football. Friday, you can get what you need to hear. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray Tal Rayside. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor. It is a wild Monday. We don't know if people might be losing jobs, but Ray and Tay are here to get through all of the mayhem and just fascinating football and college and NFL. Okay, Ray, we'll start with Sunday Night Football, but I have a simple thought and question to throw in your lap, and I've come to a realization. This sounds the deep. Former, I, don't know, I don't even know if I'm ready. <laughs> oh, no, get ready. The former Michigan Wolverine, which is, you know, we like Michigan and Alabama football, Tom Brady, has now gotten to a place where it is undeniable that he is the GOAT. The performance on Sunday night leaves me saying this main question. Well, number one, the Broncos are done. But number two, can the Steelers, Eagles, Rams, Saints, or Vikings beat and get to Tom Brady? Because that's where I think the NFL is headed. I think it's those, those teams, NFC, AFC. And you tell me, who's got the, 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 the makeup? To, to handle Mr. Brady and, and all that he has and can do. So, so if you look back on Brady's career, all of the Super Bowls that he's won have all been close. But let's focus on the ones that he's lost, that he's lost, right? He's lost to the Giants, and, and that's it. Maybe you could have said he could have lost to the Saints if it wasn't for Malcolm Butler's miraculous play, then he'd be four and three in Super Bowls. But you need a right, team to the Seahawks. that's – to the Seahawks, sorry. You need a team that can either punch him in the mouth like the Giants did, rush, rushing four, or the Ravens did a couple years in the playoffs, or you need a team that can control the ball, that can run the ball. Don't think you'll be able to beat him in a shootout because between Belichick and Patricia and their schemes, I don't think you can outscore them. I don't think any of the new school, and, I'm a, and I'll put that in quotes, the new school teams can beat them. So the Rams, the Vikings, the Eagles, they're not ready. They're not ready to beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl when it counts. So you're really talking about potentially the Steelers, 
maybe the Saints, you know, a, a team with a quarterback who can handle the pressure and can go mano a mano against, against uh, Brady. So, look, if you're in Vegas, you got to put your money on these Patriots. I mean, everybody else, even your Pittsburgh Steelers, I feel like if you give Belichick two weeks to prepare – I got to put my money on the, on the Patriots. Ray, the fascinating thing is the Steelers finally look like they can do it when Ben is not at his best. He's declining, but the defense is looking better. We just got to hope that Joe Hayden and Mitchell can get back. You know, they had injuries yesterday. Let's, let's look at the rest of the games. Obviously, the, the Broncos were dismantled. They miss Wade Phillips. I don't know if Joseph will last that long there or if they just realize that maybe they should have signed Kaepernick or or get a real quarterback in Denver. But I want to ask you, you you kind of hinted to it and then it happened. I, I thought the Cowboys might be able to take care of business. But the Falcons, they just saved their season. I think they and the Panthers and the um, Saints, you might get three teams from the NFC South do you think the Falcons can right this ship now because they've only played one division game? How do you think going forward they'll be? And I think the Cowboys, obviously Tyron Smith was out, so the big left tackle, but they look like they could be in trouble too. What do you think about the Falcons going forward? So the Cowboys are in trouble. I think they may go two and four without Ezekiel Elliott, and maybe they'll be nine and seven fighting for that last playoff spot. The Falcons, I don't see any reason why they can't turn it around. There isn't anything fundamentally wrong with them. They're the same team as they were last year, and they think, and rightfully so, they should have been Super Bowl champs. So they had the Super Bowl hangover, and they didn't even win the Super Bowl. So, yes, the Falcons can definitely turn it around. Now, at 5-4, and four, have they dug themselves a hole? I don't think so. I think 9-7 and seven makes the playoffs. 10-6 and six certainly makes the playoffs in the NFC. So, uh, Falcons have a, uh, more than a puncher's chance because, you know, I look at the Saints and I look at the uh, Panthers and I don't think they're that good. And I don't think they're materially better. I don't even think they're better than the Falcons. On, on their best day, when both teams play to their potential, Falcons are better than those two teams. So I think the Falcons are, are, are fine as long as they keep winning. Ray, I think it's time, though, we, we start to believe in the Rams – uh, Sean McVay, Jared Goff, Gurley. I think each week we're seeing the defense getting better. That was an impressive win um, yesterday over the Texans. We thought they could be maybe overlooking them. Well, the Rams, Ray, they keep rocking and rolling. And Robert Woods and Watkins, the tight ends and Gurley and Cooper Cup, it's, it's starting to look like this is not a fluke. And I'm at the place where I'm ready to say, I mean, really, it's like, who's coach of the year? Is it Zimmer? Is it Peyton? Is it Doug Peterson? Is it Sean McVay? It's what they're doing is amazing. And I just got to give the Rams a lot of props. Another big time victory. Can I just add one comment? Yeah. The 31 year old Sean McVay. Uh, don't hurt my stomach. It's, it's insane. Good for him. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome to see these young guys doing it like that. I mean, he's a football guy, and his father, and, you know, he, he didn't just walk up the street. And his grandfather, he didn't just walk up the street and become a 31-year-old head coach. But good for him. No, you're right. Um, 
we definitely got to give some love, Ray, to the New Orleans Saints. We believed in them, but we thought Buffalo would wake up and turn it around and meet the challenge, and that was not the case. Um, they got a record that has lasted since 67 uh, with the Cleveland Browns rate over, what, 240 rushing yards and six touchdowns rushing. Even the backup quarterback got to eat uh, Kamara and Ingram. This is the balance they had in 09 when they won the Super Bowl. I think Breeze and Peyton, they, they've maneuvered this thing well, like you said, from the Unger trade a couple of years ago, leading up to the you know two first-round picks they had this year, getting Lattimore and the offensive linemen. How impressed are you with uh, Sean Payton and his New Orleans Saints road warriors and seven in a row? Very impressed. And you know what's most impressive is their running game. And the fact that at this point in his career, the multi 5,000 yard passer, the guy who could smash basically all of the records, including some of the ones that Peyton Manning just put up decided you know what? I'm buying into this Sean Payton thing. They brought in Adrian Peterson. Wasn't a good fit. They figured that out quickly. But this kid, Alvin Kamara, and of course the workhorse Mark Ingram, they run the ball in the red zone. And when you have a Hall of Fame quarterback, Super Bowl winner, to still have the, the, the trust in the system and the confidence to run it. Now, I have him on my fantasy team, so I'm a little devastated. But kudos to him. Peyton, the defense, the organization. Remember, they won a Super Bowl, and then they pretty much were in the tank for a few years, but they stuck with it, and they're running the ball. So in this new age of football, and you know Drew Brees could put up numbers, and he still oh, can yeah. when needed, but they're trusting their running game. That's the part that's beautiful. Well, not just that. Shelvin Rankins is a beast. Cam Jordan didn't even play to, uh, yesterday. Yeah, that's deep. Their defense still still got it done. Let's talk about the Vikings. I told you they would win. Uh, how about Case Keenum and Jared Goff showing that coaching matters because on the Rams last year, both of them looked horrible. And now Goff on the Rams and Case Keenum on the Vikings. The Vikings, Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs, they might be the dynamic duo in the NFL. That was, you know, Redskins tried to come back at the end, but Ray, that was a very impressive road victory for the Vikings. A, bar, a boy, Teddy Bridgewater, was emotional, crying that he's back. The question is, do they ride the hot hand in Case Keenum, or do you think they give it back to Teddy B in a week or two? Well, they, they almost took Case Keenum out of the game in a game that he threw four touchdowns in. So... <laughs> Football is a true what-have-you-done-for-me-lately league. I don't think, and this is why I said the new school team will not beat the Patriots. They won't even go to the Super Bowl. So you have to look into your heart and do what the San Francisco 49ers did, which you and I, I think, both agreed on this, where they took the proven winner in Alex Smith, sat him down, and said, we've got a better chance. We've got a better chance at winning with with uh, Colin Kaepernick. Ironically, we talk about Colin Kaepernick. But I think you have to do that with Bridgewater and Keenum and say, which one of these guys, and I think it's Bridgewater, gives me a better chance to win in the playoffs. Because if you're in the playoffs, you don't go that many times. You've got to put your best foot forward. 
You make a great point. And if we remember in the playoffs of 2015, the game that Blair Walsh missed the field goal, and now he's on the Seahawks against the Seahawks, that happened. Bridgewater outplayed Russell Wilson. So you make a great point with that. Ray, real quick before we get to Monday night and Thursday night, look at the playoff picture. And, you know, props to the teams that just sort of survived in advance in the AFC, the Steelers, Titans, and Jaguars, and that crazy game. The playoffs in the AFC, it was today, it's number one, Pittsburgh, Patriots two, Chiefs three, Titans four, and then Jacksonville and Buffalo five and six. Obviously, the Dolphins play tonight. If they could win, they could jump up in that game, right? That would be interesting. The NFC, Ray, it's Philly one, Minnesota two, Saints three, Rams four, and then you're rolling with the um, Seahawks five and the Panthers six. So that leads us up to Monday Night Football. The Dolphins are seven seed, the Panthers are six seed. This is a huge game in Carolina. Ray, tell me your thoughts and your pick for Monday Night Football. You there, Ray? This Carolina team, I don't really know what to do with them. Uh, some days I think they're the Carolina team that could potentially go to the Super Bowl, and some days I believe that they are, uh, you know, inconsistent as any other, you know, 7-9, and 8-18. Eight eight but I'm going to say Carolina puts it together. They need this win because you hear that? <sighs> Breathing down their neck is the Atlanta Falcons. So I'll say Carolina wins a close one. I'll say they win by a field goal tonight. Yeah, you're right. I, you know, the Dolphins, I'm not sure. I think Jay Cutler can get some yards, but I don't know about touchdowns. And I think the Panthers' defense is sort of bend, don't break. Keith Lee's playing. Um, you know, maybe on the outside you can get Kenny Stills deep. But I think at the end of the day, Cam Newton is rushing it nine times a game. He's back to being that cam. He might even dab on them tonight. And I think they win a, a sort of a tough game. I'm going to say 24-20, but Cam and McCaffrey, uh, you know, get it going. And I think Devin Funches catches a touchdown, Ray. For all you I need fantasy. him in fantasy. I'm, I'm down yeah. nine with Devin Funches. All you, all you fantasy folks. And speaking of fantasy, I see Taylor Maid is, is in first place and might be in first place alone because Cowboy Killers might be taking care of the other team I'm tied with in first. How do you like that without Odell Beckham, Ray? That's pretty impressive. Well, that, I got to give you that. props, but you know, it's all about making the tournament. All you got to do is after week 13 <laughs> is be in the dance. Well, we talked about it. And this is what people got to do in fantasy football. For the, one, for the home team, you have to either do a half a point for home field advantage and for the one or two seeds do a full point or two points or else it kind of doesn't mean anything that you got all those victories. You know what I mean? So we, we definitely have to find a way. I think everybody in fantasy football to reward uh, teams that are one and two seeds or at least a higher seed for the playoffs. So going to that week 11 begins on Thursday and the Tennessee Titans and Mariota and Darko Murray are traveling to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, we know the Steelers don't play too great on the road. They're a lot better, and Ben is a lot better back at home. But this is a tough game, Ray. Um, I'll let you stab at it first. What are you thinking on Thursday? Can the Titans go to Pittsburgh and give them a game, or the Steelers 
start a flex. No, I think they I think they will give him a game. DeMarco Murray actually didn't have such a great game. He did score three touchdowns, but he wasn't really he, I feel like he's out of sync this year. They don't really know how mm. to use him. He's he's scoring some some short, you know, goal line situations. He caught a pass, made a nice little move, but I don't feel like he's the heart and soul of that team. Uh wouldn't be surprised if he's not there next year. But this team knows how to fight, knows how to play close games, and I, I really like Mariota, especially in the red zone. He's been prolific and efficient in the red zone. So all of that leads me to say that they'll have a close game in Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh has Antonio Brown, Juju, and Martavis Bryant caught a two-point conversion. Yeah. The defense is fast. The defense is young. Ryan Shazier is going to be an MVP, a defensive player of the year candidate for the next several years. Um, I just think Pittsburgh's too tough, and if Le'Veon Bell can control the line of scrimmage, uh, which he hasn't done really last few weeks, but I think he will um, get it together, even on a short week. I, I like Pittsburgh. I think they'll win 28-23. Mm, we're both similar. I agree with pretty much everything you said. Now Le'Veon is leading the league in rushing. He's number one, and I think he does well against the Titans. Uh, you know, obviously Dick LeBeau's over there in Tennessee, former Steeler defensive coordinator. This is going to be some chess pieces, but both teams like to, you know, try to run it. And then, you know, Ben likes to go deep, has some trick plays. You're right. The Titans are still trying to work in Eric Decker and Corey Davis. You know, it's, it's, they're still trying to figure things out. And I think the Steelers win this game 26, 20 on Thursday night football to you know, hold on and solidify that number one seed as they get ready for the Patriots in a couple of weeks. And then the Patriots are going out to the Raiders. Let's go to college football. Ray, what a Saturday. I mean, the AP's got it. Bama, Miami, Oklahoma, Clemson to the four. Then Wisconsin, Auburn, Georgia, Ohio State at eight, Notre Dame to nine, and Oklahoma State at ten. What would be your top four, and what do you think the committee does tomorrow after the big wins and losses on Saturday? So I texted you after the game, and the only difference I would have would be Clemson at two, despite the Mm -hmm. fact that Miami only has a – sorry, Oklahoma at two, Clemson staying at four, and I'd have number three. Even though they're undefeated, Miami, they really haven't played anybody – except for Notre Dame, obviously. Um, I think Oklahoma's got a better resume, got a better uh, – their one loss was to, Oklahoma, was to Iowa State, which is, uh, turns out to be a pretty decent team. Look, it's all going to play out on the field, except for the fact that Wisconsin is going to throw a monkey wrench in the plan if they win out and potentially beat Ohio State in the Big Ten, champ- in the Big, uh, Big Ten Championship. But I like, the, I like the, the AP top four. The only thing is I would switch two and three, but that's it. Yeah, I initially thought they would probably put Miami at four and maybe Clemson would be two or three and then Oklahoma is either two or three. But those are definitely the four. One thing I will say, with Michigan being ranked, if Wisconsin can survive Michigan and Michigan took care of my Terps this week, but if Wisconsin can beat Michigan and then have to beat Ohio State in the college football playoff and the Big Ten Championship, then there's no way I think Wisconsin would not make it in there because obviously Clemson and Miami are meeting in the ACC title game. So, but props to Miami, Ray. The U is back. I think 
hey, why not put them at two? That was a great win. I mean, they didn't beat Notre Dame. They stumped Notre Dame, and Notre Dame played great with Georgia and then beat a bunch of other teams this year. So, you know, the Hurricanes, you, know, you get a turnover, you get the chain. You're going to rock the, the turnover gold chain. chain. I'm going to get one. Michael Irvin. Irvin. I mean, we need to get a Ray and T turnover chain. Turnover chain. I like, yeah, that right there is great branding. I thought it's awesome. All the, you know, Michael Irvin and all the other you guys were, were back. Um, and we got to give love to Auburn, right? That was they put Alabama on notice with that win. They're like, we're coming for you next. Georgia, we already took care of you. How impressed were you with Auburn in that win? Very, very, very. Yeah, and on that note, I think we can we can say, look, I, we talked about the SEC, and I still believe that the SEC is the conference, right? The Pac-12 shows signs, and then they, then they fade. The Big Ten shows signs. The Big 12 shows signs. The SEC is there every day, every year. So kudos to Mississippi State who played great against Alabama and oh, Auburn yeah. who played great against Georgia. So with Washington losing and they dropped down pretty far to 16, USC is up to 12. Is the Pac-12 completely done? I think they're gone, huh? I think you might be in a bad spot. Can you hear me? No, Pac-12, Pac-12. is done. Pac-12 is done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pac-12 done, is done. Yeah. They'll, have a lot of, they'll have a lot of teams in that 7 to 15, 7 to 20 range. But for the national championship, they're done. No chance. And obviously, Ohio State still has a shot because if they win the Big Ten championship, they throw their hat in the ring. If they beat Michigan as a two-loss team, that's pretty impressive. So right, you know, especially if Clemson is the other two loses. losses. So if Clemson yeah, loses Clemson to Miami, Miami exactly. everybody's rooting for Miami, right? Because Miami yeah. looks like they'll be a, a, a so, undefeated. Before we get out of here, who do you think Tennessee hires? And it looks like Florida is talking about Chip Kelly. Who do you think Tennessee could get to rebuild a pretty, you know, decent program if they, you know, get the right coach? Charles Davis. Oh, our guy. <laughs> Why not? He's done everything else, right? right? He's done he Madden. The AD, though. I think he wants to be the AD and not the coach. But uh, why yeah. not give a chance, right? If Chris Mullen and, uh, and Patrick Ewing could go back to their alma mater, why not? <laughs> uh. Uh, and have Peyton Manning be the offensive coordinator. <laughs> oh, there you go. That would be great. So Arian Foster, running back coach. Oh, yeah. All right. Keep it coming. So tonight's a huge game at the Garden because I feel, and you know I like my little basketball conspiracy theories, but I feel LeBron James had a little comment about how the Knicks should have drafted Dennis Smith Jr. instead of Frank the Tank. And in a way, I'm like, well, why does he care? And then I think he might care because I don't think he wants to stay in Cleveland. I don't think he wants to necessarily be in that Western Conference. And if it's not the Wizards, I could see him maybe coming to New York, Ray, with Paul George, Chris Paul, and everybody wants to be with the new stud in town, Chris Tapp's Porzingis. I think tonight's a big night for the Knicks and Porzingis. Do you think the Knicks and Porzingis could take down LeBron? And do you think maybe LeBron might finally – finally consider New York because of Kansas Uh The first answer is maybe. Uh, LeBron doesn't need to go out west because he doesn't need to be fighting five other teams to get to the finals. His streak of finals is, is unbelievable, and I think he needs to stay in the East. So if Philly, New York, one of those teams with a history, um, as opposed to if the Knicks can beat them, I don't think so. I think they, the Knicks won their game last week, and I don't think the Knicks win this one. It's uh, too much to expect the Cleveland Cavaliers to lose twice to the Knicks. 
All right. Everybody have a great sports week, and we will catch you on Friday. We are out. Enjoy the games. See ya. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.